Hello and welcome to The A-List, the podcast that asks the world's top advertising professionals how they got started in the business. I'm Tom Chrisman, Chief Creative Officer at DeMassimo Goldstein, an inspiring action agency in New York City. And today I have in the studio Terry Meyer and Sandy Greenberg, the co-founders of Terry and Sandy, which uh, is an ad agency in New York City that started on Terry's couch, but is now the small agency of the year in Ad Age magazine. Over their storied careers, Terry and Sandy have built brands for many of the largest companies in the world, including Mars, Kraft, Gerber, Campbell's, Disney, Nestle, and Time Incorporated. Along the way, they've won virtually every industry award, including 12 FEs. Terry and Sandy's work has permeated popular culture and been featured on TBS Funniest Commercials, Conan, CNN, The View, Fox News, Access Hollywood, and Today. And I'm gonna talk to them about how they got started in the business, how they started their agency, and where they're going from here. And as always, the A-List is brought to you by Ad House Advertising School, advertising age called Ad House, New York's newest, smallest, and arguably hippest ad school. Their philosophy, an ad class is only as relevant as the professional who teaches it. Ad House classes are taught by the best in the biz and the agencies where they work. You get 10 weeks of classes for just 600 bucks. To apply, go to adhousenyc.com. And for the latest news, follow AdHouseNYC on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook and whatever the new thing comes out. And check out DeMassimo Goldstein at digobrands.com. And now, my interview with Terry and Sandy. Terry and Sandy. Yes. You're here in the studio. Thanks for coming. Thanks Thanks for for having having us. us. How long have we known each other? What's the... The two of us? No, how long have we known each other? When oh, did well, I meet you? Well, we think that you met us because Derek Chevelle, we think, um, <laughs> suggested that you come in. And you came in, and you were really sweet, and you yeah. introduced us to Rosemary. Yeah. Uh, and um, and we fell in love with you because you were like, these great women should meet this great woman. Yeah, yeah. And we appreciated that. Yeah. I'm just hoping that when the patriarchy falls, <laughs> that you guys will all talk amongst yourselves and spare my life. We will. Absolutely, we will. Excellent. Oh, Marta's in too. Yes, excellent. So tell me, like, I always start with where did you grow up? So who wants to go first? Who? who? You go. I was misplaced in the Midwest. This is, this is Terry talking. This is talking. Terry. This is Terry. I, w- I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in um, St. Louis. Uh, for many years, and I actually met Sandy in St. Louis years later. But I grew uh-huh. up, I grew up. I always say I was misplaced in the Midwest because yeah. when I came to New York, I really felt like that was home. Yeah. But I think that it. Um, what was it like growing up in St. Louis, the suburbs of St. Louis? Yes, the suburbs of St. Louis. How did you? You know, uh, I I liked it. I didn't know yeah. any better. You okay. know, I thought I thought it was great. Yeah. You know, because it was a it's a nice place if you're if you're a family to yeah. grow up. It's got like you know those sort of family values, and uh-huh. I didn't know any better then. So and what did your what did your parents do? What did what was it? My dad worked for the government. Um, okay. He worked for Red Cross actually when oh, wow. I was when I was young, and he used to go on disasters and help people, and he oh, loved wow. it. And then he he that got, was before disasters were cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! He and he would be gone for like six months to eight months. Wow. Like he would be gone for a long time, and then um, he got promoted into the government, and he worked for FEMA. Oh wow! He worked for FEMA, so he but he always missed the Red Cross. Yeah. Even after he got into the government. So did you? Did you grow up thinking I'm going to work for the government someday, or I'm going to do that, or what? What, what made you uh, go when into? I, when I was 15, I went to a journalism workshop at Ball State. Okay. And I had a teacher in advertising design. That's probably the best teacher I ever had. Yeah. And I I knew like when I was 15, I wanted to be an art director. Wow. Yeah, I was that's 
That's really, really rare. I know. Really rare. And then, Sandy, where did you grow up? I grew up all over the East Coast. I moved like 20 times growing up, and my father was not in the military, which is what everyone asked me. He was a chemical engineer, but he kept getting new jobs. So Uh I lived in, oh, I was born in uh, Trenton, New Jersey, Uh and I lived there, and I lived in three places in Pennsylvania. What Trenton makes, the world takes. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. We just saw a picture of that, like on the the bridge. It's on a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I lived in uh, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Florida, um, three places of Pennsylvania. And then I finally went to Newton, Massachusetts and lived there for six years, which is longer than I ever lived anywhere. Wow. Yeah. So are you – do you get itchy from like – are you that kind of a person? No, you want – I'm the last person to leave a town. Uh, I, yeah, it's true. When yeah. I was in St. Louis, we met in St. Louis. I, we worked at Darcy, yeah. which it was Darcy St. Louis at the time. Um, every friend I had left, and then I left because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I get I get attached. So you knew Terry. You knew that you wanted to be in advertising at fifteen. Somehow, when did you know that you wanted to be in advertising? How did you get into the business? So I went to Washington University and my best friend in St. Louis and my best friend from college moved to New York with a friend who is John Bond. And whenever I would call Bruce Manazovit and say, uh, looking for him, I would always talk to John. And John was in advertising and he started talking to me about it. And it was so interesting that I ended up getting into advertising. Wow. Isn't that a small world? Yeah. Where where was John at that point? He, um, I don't know. He was like his first job. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool. I know. That we have that connection. And you were there. And Yeah. Well, I was at, I was at Kirshen Mountain Bond for a little while in the 1900s. Uh. Uh, <laughs> and so you said, like, I'm going to go to the city. Is that what you did? Did you go to New York City? I went to New to York City after, after St. Louis. To check into advertising, to oh, see no. what's going so on. So I was working at Darcy, Macias, Benton, and Bowles in uh-huh. St. Louis, and that's where I met Terry. Oh, okay. And then I ended up moving to New York. And when I first moved to New York, I worked for Della Femina. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I got to get him on here. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And then I ended up going to Darcy, New York to be Terry's partner on the Mars business. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you you were in St. Louis and you you searched out the advertising world? Yes. Yes. There? Yes. And just said, I'm going to do it? Did you go to college there? No, I went to the University of Texas. Okay. But I got a I got a BS in advertising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're good with the BS. <laughs> exactly. You need BS for this business. No, um, the, uh, the And so you went back to St. Louis to, to do it. You, I did. You didn't think about going to any other city. No, at the time I didn't because because, because I thought, well, you know what? I'll just go. I'll just go back to a place where I had friends and relatives. You know, because yeah. I had we had moved to Michigan then, so mm-hmm. I I hadn't been around family for a while. Yeah. So I thought, well, yeah, I'll just start in St. Louis. So okay. I, so that's what I did. And when did you guys meet in your careers? Were you both new to the business? Were you? No, I don't think. No, we weren't new. We were like we were. I'd say three years in. For, for each of you, for you, One, okay. Two, three, about three years in. I think it was a few more for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, did you know you were going to be partners right away? Did, were you? How, what was the? What's the? What's the? We meet better cute? figure out how much we're telling you the truth. Here. If this was a, if this was a, if this was a, a movie, what would the meet cute be? It would be. Uh, I love that phrase. What, meet cute. What Google it. it. Google it, people. What does it mean? Uh, it's like uh, an old-fashioned way of saying the the meeting uh, uh. <laughs> scene. 
Well, we say we didn't like each other. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Terry thought I was too work obsessed. Uh -huh. And I thought she was fake. And she was right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah. And, but we ended up becoming friends. We, yeah. were, we were friends before we were um Were you both partners. right? Are you two, are you work obsessed? Yes. And are you, are you a little bit fake? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Not so, so much anymore. Right. But you then, learn to but get past the fakeness. Yeah. Yeah. And I certainly haven't gotten past the work too hard phase. Yeah. No, and I'm pretty work obsessed too. <laughs> so that just means how work obsessed Sandy was. Yeah. It's perfect that you weren't there when you won the, so they won the uh, small agency of the year in the U.S., right? In North America. Year? North America. Tom, okay. stop. Two, that's, Don't take some places that's away three, from us. That's three countries, <laughs> right? In North America. Uh, and uh, you weren't there because you were at a client. I, I was at I was at the agency, but we were pitching. Right. So I had to stay to meet the people. Right. Do you do that? Do you hand off to each other now? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Do you not We've see each to. other as much as you used to? We still see each other a lot, but we hand off. We split up and go different ways. We have to. Yeah. So one of you will take one account, and one of you will take another. It's not that. Of, it's not quite that. Right. Up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what about being a female team in the business, like when you first got together? What year is this that you're first together? Oh, that was like seven years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she laughs. Yeah. 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 It was like 20, over 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's long. So it's in the early 90s. You're a team. It's tough scene for women. In yeah. The, like a, maybe no tougher than now, but we didn't talk about it as much. What was it like? Being a female team, you know, I think we, but neither one of us saw stuff honestly until right. sort of the end at the big agency world. We started seeing stuff really clearly. I think we really thought that things came based on talent and merit and mm -hmm. drive. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it wasn't until the end of our experience in the big agency world that it became crystal clear that it's not that simple. Right. So I don't know. You know, I don't know why we didn't see it as much. And, you know, some young people today don't 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 see it at all. Right. But, um, yeah, it's certainly there. And you have a lot of women working for you now. We yes, do. We yeah. Do. I saw on your website. It's like, yeah. Yeah, we, we do. We do. We believe in mentoring. We yeah. believe in mentoring everyone, really. Yeah. Women, women, probably especially because women have it harder. But but everybody needs a mentor. Yeah. Um. Getting into the business, was it easy for for the two of you? Was it uh, was there any other like where you did you ever have a moment where you were like maybe this isn't the right course? Starting uh, our business, starting in well, no, starting, starting in advertising. advertising. Oh, yeah, because this a lot of the people who listen to this are are you know either just mm. want to get into the business or mm. uh, in the business but they want to be a creative so and they're not sure. Or are you just like, this is it, I'm doing this? No, I think, you know, I think that there were definitely several times in the business that I thought it was time to find a new career. And I would say a lot of it was politics. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't that I didn't love. I, I've always loved advertising. I love strategy. What do, you, what do you love about it? I love strategy. I love thinking about, you know, solutions to problems and trying to come up with a way to position products. Business I, problems. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love that. So, and I and I love, I mean, our business is one you can love. You wear what you want. The people you yeah. know are funny and creative. Yeah. I mean, it. Are, we laugh a lot. The yeah. bit, it, it's a great business, but 
that when when you get into a place where you feel like the people around you are trying to kill you every day, not literally, but, you know, literally. And every day you come in and it's often your bosses or your boss's bosses. It Mm. it, certainly makes you think you should go find another career. Yeah. What other career would you have done? Did you ever like, okay. Oh, I have no career. I'm completely incompetent in everything else. (laughs) I have no idea. But what was it? It was writing books. It was. I think uh, I thought about going like, you know, going into the nonprofit world, of mm -hmm. course, because you want to do something good. So like going to work for St. Jude's and marketing St. Jude's or something would be like a passion for me. So the client side, but on. on, Yeah. How about you, Terry? Was there ever a point where you were like, ah, maybe no. My first job. Yeah. I remember. Well, I where remember. was it? It was. It Do was. It was at a small company in St. Louis that specialized in um, savings and loans, uh-huh. and the it was a nightmare. And yeah. I remember reading Adweek like every week, and they would, and you'd go to the back and you look at the jobs, yeah, yeah, and it'd be like like five years experience, through, and I had yeah. like five weeks, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I'm never going to get another job, and I'm <laughs> I have to stay here, but I but I did get another job, and yeah. you know, but it was like. That was like, when I look back on it now, yeah. it was like a blip. It yeah. was a blip. You know, but you feel like it's just going to oh, be the rest forever. of your life at that point. Yeah. Yeah, just forever. But it yeah. was good. But I have to say, I like Sandy, I think we've talked about this many times. It's like I, we're both surprised at ourselves that we didn't see women treated the way they were. We didn't feel like we were treated the way we were literally until until late in our later in our careers because we were creative people and I think we just always felt like we were we were judged based on talent. Right. And you were able to sort of skate around those issues and just kind of like skate out of the room and and do do your job and then come back. I guess. I think it was just because we were so busy. Mm-hmm. Like we were just so busy, like winning yeah. business and producing and right. and doing all these great things for the yeah. people we work for that we didn't see yeah. the insidiousness that yeah. was sort of beneath everything. How did you get from not loving each other to loving each other? What was the what was the thing that 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 locked well, look it how in? How lovable we are! Oh well, yeah, duh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, we just started to see that we're really nice and funny, and and you worked like well to work. together. Yeah. yeah what, really what are the strengths? What are her? What are what are Sandy's strengths that you oh, that you found? Oh, you're gonna make me cry. Um, the first is she's, there's no one more loyal right. in this, on the planet, yeah. you know? So I think that having someone that always has your back, uh-huh. like is amazing. The other thing that's really interesting about us as creative people is it's so weird. Like 99% of the time we have the same opinion about things, even when we're not together. Right. Like we'll come in, like I'll come into a room after she's been in there and I'll say the same thing she said. Or Which right. is just freaky. Really weird. It happens all the time. And people show us work, and we have the same reaction if we don't see right. it together. So, which is good if you work. Do you think for that us, comes so. from working so long together, or do you think that was just inherent? Well, I'm in sure how that you comes from, uh, definitely. Okay, but it's yeah. been like that pretty much. Yeah, you know, you know, for quite a long time. And then, Sandy, what are Terry's uh, best qualities? What? Why is she a good partner? Um, she's very passionate. So that goes for uh, intense of uh, feelings. So, <laughs> you know, really warm and mushy, yeah. mushiest person in the yeah. world. Yeah. And uh, also, like, you know, furious and intense when she's not happy about something. So yeah. she's, and she's, you know, upfront. So, yeah. she, you know, I, I always know what she thinks. Yeah. And of course, I just do anyway at this point, right? Right, right. You get into t- longer than most marriages. Yeah. Yeah. So how? what is the key to keeping that together, that spark alive? Oh, you just start <laughs> screaming at each other all the right. time. Right, yeah. You just, like, 
Yeah. Well, you scream until you, you laugh. Well. You scream until you laugh. You yeah. know, I think that. Right. Um, gosh, it's an interesting question, isn't it? What keeps it? What keeps it? I mean, I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. Um, I guess trying to say when something's bothering you, uh-huh. you know, to, to the best you can so that you get it out. Uh-huh. Either that or you just blow up one day and start screaming. Yeah. But I remember today we were in a car with Tony Scopolito, who's our managing director, and we've been working with it for like 15 years. And he goes, kids, now stop it. Because <laughs> we were at each other in the car screaming yeah. about something. I'm yeah. not sure. But yeah, yeah we, we definitely scream at each other. Yeah. People and people are shocked in the office. Like, right. like we'll just be we'll we'll be in our office and we'll be yelling and people like stop and turn around and they're they're looking at us and no one can quite believe it. Yeah, because it's just it's we don't yell we don't yell that much. We don't. No, I don't <laughs> think so. It just feels like it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. And uh, fighting well, I think, is part of the because you're going you're never going to have the same opinion of everything. Yeah, no. So to to be able to sort of come to some agreement compromise of where you're going to We have a thing where and and then we it's especially been relevant I think do you think it's more relevant in our own business than even co- before where if one of us feels passionately strongly we'll give so if if either one of us feels like if one of us is just that I feel really strongly we have to do this then we'll do it and just say the other person feels strongly so they're probably right, right. and they and we, it's we usually it works out yeah, yeah it works out what was the first uh, work that you did together that you were like, wow, we're a thing? Wow. What was wow. it? The first thing? Yeah. The first thing. That like, we did, that we liked. Oh, that we liked. <laughs> no, you can't say something that we didn't like. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have said that. What would that be? What was the first thing you worked on together? What was your first assignment The first thing together? we worked on was for Ivory Shampoo. No. no? No, the first thing we worked on was for Southwestern Bell. Oh, yeah, I kind and it of was remember it was that. a Christmas it was little Christmas oh, I liked um it. they were really cute. Little yeah. Christmas 15s. Like a radio mm. spot? No, or, they were little a, TV spots. Okay. Yeah, for Southwestern Bell. For yeah. Southwestern Bell. We liked those. And that then we worked on Ivory Shampoo which we buried it in the backyard in St. Louis, never to be seen or heard again. The real of that work. Um and then I don't remember. Twix. Twix. Yeah, yeah we worked oh. on Twix. Yeah. What? 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 Which one? It was the Oh Yeah campaign. Okay. That used that song from uh, Ferris Bueller. Oh right. Ooh. Yeah. 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 That was probably one of the first things that used it. If yeah. Not the first. I think yeah. it was the first. Yeah. Was it after Ferris Bueller? Had you seen it on Ferris yeah. Bueller? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 How do you come out of an assignment as a as a team when you when you were working like that? Who's the art director and who's the copywriter? You're the art director. The Terry's art director. the art director. Sandy, you're the copywriter. Yeah. Uh, how how would you come at an assignment? Like, what would you? What was? What did you need to get started? Would mm. you work apart and then together? How, you know, how, how did no, it work? No, we never worked apart. No, we were. I mean, I I guess just immersion of some sort, reading everything you can about it, and learning mm-hmm. everything you can, and just start thinking about it. And I remember. You know, in the old days when you used to write stuff down. Yeah. And Terry always took notes. And then when we would write scripts, we'd write them together. And every time we wrote something, I I would make her read it again. And literally, it's like if we had one line, she would read it hundreds of times <laughs> to get to the second line. That's how we worked. Yeah. And now, of course, Terry doesn't can't find her, her pads anymore. <laughs> she used to take notes and have like stacked up things and everything was really unorganized. Yeah. Now she has pads, but they go away bye-bye. Yeah. So there's no yeah. notes anymore. You don't know where they are. No. Um, I think strategy was always really important to us, though, mm-hmm. too. Like, if yeah. we couldn't see our way through it, like, we'd have to fix it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because we're we're really strategic, and if yeah. something didn't make sense to us or we couldn't create against it, yeah. we would have to go back and challenge that. Go back and challenge who? Like the strategists and right. the count people, like whoever yeah. was working on it. Yeah, I think a lot of people, uh, uh, new creatives, I think they think I can't come up with something because I'm just not good, and mm. or or you know I'm just I'm just I have writer's block or whatever mm. the thing is. But no, there's people to help you. You're mm. not alone, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's true. Um, it's really you got to go back and talk it out, and it's okay to just like spew whatever mm. problem you're having and be a crazy person in the hallway a little bit, right? Uh, to just get let them see, like, oh, I got to here, and then I couldn't find mm. uh, the, my way. Uh, I think strategy, especially, is, is particularly hard for young people sometimes. I mean, right. Nail a strategy, yeah, and to to hone it that way. And I think it's just it's very hard. Because it's it's what it's uh, it they can be creative but not with a particular need for a certain message to come through and they don't know the context of the business problem right and all the like you know or if you yes and if you tell them it's still it's, I guess it's just a discipline you grow up and you learn a little bit more how to be strategic through the years right because you learn sorry no I was just gonna say but to your point it's like a lot of times you just like when you don't come up with any ideas it's not a good strategy. I mean, sometimes you're stuck, but right. sometimes it's not a good strategy. Right. Like, I can't tell you that's one of the benefits of being in our own business mm-hmm. because we can look at a strategy and go, that's not executable. Right. You know, because we know, but we didn't right. know then. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we were, because then you're right. You think, oh my God, I don't yeah. have any ideas. Yeah. But sometimes it really is the strategy. So you were at the Airbnb together in St. Louis. Did you move together to New York? I came first. Oh, what? whoa. A I breakup? Do we have a breakup Sandra in the, the middle? was the last to leave. She still had some friends there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, so we you were, were like, we I'm going to New York. Team. We oh, were you an weren't? official team in St. Louis. Like we worked together, mm-hmm. but we were both creative directors. And then you didn't have a partner. We right. were solo. So we worked on different assignments together. Right. So I moved first. Uh-huh. And I went I went to DMBNB New York. Okay. Well, I actually went to JWT in Chicago, and I absolutely you hated did. it. Yeah. And I had to get out. And so I was lucky in that um, we knew the managing director who had been in St. Louis who came to do North America in right. New York. And so that was the day. Those were the days when you could get a job, like, literally – the next day if you needed to. Like, right. You know, I remember I remember a creative director, one of the executive creative directors telling us once, it's not going to always be like this. Like, you're not going to always be able to get a job like tomorrow. Right. Um, but at the time, I, I was really lucky. And so I came to New York first and Sandy went to Della Femina because she wanted to do the boutique thing. Right. Which I totally respected and understood. And, yeah. Um, but my partner decided he wanted to be an art director. He was a writer, but he wanted to be an art director. So right. there was an opening. So I called my boss at the time. Wow. And I said, it's my birthday Monday. Are you getting me the present I want? And he was like, <laughs> first, how audacious am I? I was there three months, you know? <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, I've interviewed her. I've tried to get her to come. I go, you're offering her pampers and depends. Like, who wants to work on that? And he's like, those are really good accounts. And I'm like, well, I, I was so audacious when I think about it. But Anyway, she came in for an interview. That's I go, amazing. If, you just said what you wanted. You I just, did. You just kept saying what you wanted. I did, and told him it was my birthday. And so um, yeah. Sandy came in on Monday. Was it your birthday? It was. Okay. And he put a giant yellow ribbon around her neck. And and I said, if you, give her, if you offer her a job to be my partner, I think she'll come. And so she came down with this giant yellow ribbon. Did you know why you had the giant yellow ribbon on? Or <laughs> yes, was it, I did. Uh, okay, good. That was Richard Levinson. He, he died. 
I know, and he told us so much about who we were. He was he the wisest us. man about us. He what was. was. What was so wise about Richard Levinson? First of all, who was Richard Levinson? Richard Richard Levinson was was this, was he was the, the chief, chief creative, creative officer. officer yeah, of at DMB. Darcy yeah. Macias, Benton and Bowles, New York. Yeah. yeah, and you know he told us a lot about ourselves. First of all, he told us that when we're together, a third person comes out, which means that we're both really um, we're both really intense people and very driven. And uh, so some people can be frightened by us. That's what he told us. And I, I bet mm. you that it's also men especially can be yeah. really intimidated. And so he told us that. And he didn't say change. He just no. said, keep it in mind. Yeah. He's like, giant men will be afraid of you. So what? I'm not afraid of you, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, what, Tom. Um, That's what we like. It's because I'm a real man. <laughs> um, you shouldn't be afraid of us either. And what what did you do to sort of fix that? What did you, or not fix that, but watch that? Like, mm. what would you watch? Like, what, what's the what's the telltale sign of the big man being afraid? Like, when he's looking back and forth going, like, which one is the— <laughs> <laughs> Which one is the one I should watch out for? Like, what is the thing? And that, that was another thing he said, too, yeah. by the way. He was like, he said that um, it, everybody thought I was the bitch. Yeah. Which is, this is Sandy. Yeah. And he goes, but we know that Terry's the fake one yeah. who so pretends really to be bitch. nice. He was like, she's the one that's going to pound you with a baseball bat. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right. Which was the first person who ever Whoever noticed really that. noticed that. And what, saw a, it. what a cool guy that he yeah. told you all this yes. stuff. Yes. No, was was it, it was really nice. Yeah. He also told us that creative people were the best strategists because we were complaining. And he goes, he sat us down and he goes, not everybody in the room is going to be as smart as the two of you. Right, like you have to right. recognize that. And he goes, and that's why creative people are the best strategists because I think we were complaining about strategy and that it wasn't, you know, it just yeah. needed to be better. And yeah. he's like, that's why. He goes, that's creative okay. people are the best. Yeah, you can you can be the strategist, right? Yeah, that's a big moment where you're like, oh. I don't have to like wait for the good strategy. I can just start doing it myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was very we, we talk it's weird. We talk about him all the time because yeah. he had a lot of insight into us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in terms of the too, in, too intense thing, we're just kind of aware of it sometimes and we're aware of it with clients too, to make sure that we watch that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you just and, and we haven't heard it at all. No, right. we haven't. We really haven't. Yeah, I think we've seen it more in the agency world than the big in, agency world than in our own place. Right. Yeah. 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 Terry, you came to New York first. Sandy, you came to New York later and worked for Jerry Delfamina. Yeah, but what? he was he was he, he was wasn't retired. there anymore. Yeah. It was it was Delfamina and, and partners. And, uh, uh, Louise McNamara was there. Okay. Yeah. And what was that like? Was that, that was like? good. I didn't stay that long. I only stayed eight months because I got the job to go be Terry's partner, and mm -hmm. I thought it was more right for me. What were you working on at uh, at Delphamina? At Delphamina, Pan Am, oh. Pan Am, and yeah. like Doctor Shoals and some stuff. I really didn't stay very long. Yeah, was it? Uh, you wanted to go to a, a boutique place. I did. Because you want, wanted to try something new. But I didn't know at the time, being from St. Louis, I didn't know that Della Femina had changed a lot from my fantasy of it right. being a, like one of those yeah. New York agencies. It was pretty big when I went there. So it wasn't exactly what I was expecting. Right. So you walk in and it's a totally – because a, a lot of people listening might take a job someday where they're mm -hmm. just like, oh, this isn't – this isn't what I thought it was. What What do you do? Well, you know, do I think I think it's really hard because yeah. I think you know I think the the question becomes, should I quickly leave 
or should I give it time? Right. And I don't know how one has the wisdom at the time to know which one to do. Yeah. I made the decision to leave, and I never regretted it in this right. particular case. It just wasn't right, and I felt it wasn't right. How did you leave? Did you? Was it hard? It, it was hard, and, and uh, I left on good terms, and I just yeah. explained it. Yeah. Always leave on good terms, right? I mean, Always. Yeah. If you can. That, yeah. There's probably yeah. a whole class you, you could teach, Tom. And yeah, I think, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I think, you know, that don't burn bridges and try to leave on good terms is yeah. really good advice and very hard, though. Very hard, yeah. You want to uh, send pictures of your butt. Yes. <laughs> but you don't. And I haven't, I'm sure, handled it well all the time. Right. I've learned a lot. Right. You burn some bridges. We've yeah. all burned some bridges. Yeah. Sometimes you can't help it. Yeah. But you learn. You yeah. learn from it. Yeah. So you started your agency. When was this? Seven years ago. And it was called the Terry and Sandy Solution? Yeah. Was uh, Now it's just called Terry and Sandy. Yep. yep. But I like the Terry and Sandy Solution because it, it's like Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> I don't like Jefferson Starship. And I certainly don't like Starship. But yeah. Jefferson Airplane was... Anyway, so uh, were you a, like a freelance team at first? Is that how it started? Or well, you know, did you just say we're gonna we're gonna pretend like we're an agency and it starts on your couch? Oh my God, what I yeah. read was it started on your couch. Yeah, we were in my house for actually a year and a half, and I liked it. <laughs> Sandy loved it. In fact, it was up to Sandy; we'd still be there. Yeah, um, yeah. with all our people yeah. in my house. Yes, yeah, that'd be um, weird. Where was your house? Um, I live um, down by City Hall. Okay. In the financial district. You still yeah. live in that same place. I still live in that same place. Yeah, what happened was um, as we got more people, they started breaking my furniture and staining my rugs. And one day I said to Sandy, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I don't think it was like that. It was like a screaming, like, Yeah. Well, she wasn't able to leave the house ever. Never. Can you imagine? She was a shut-in. I was like a shut-in. You I mean, basically it was could really... walk around in your slippers. Oh, I did. I God. opened the door. People came <laughs> in. I right. opened the door. People went out. What if you were like sick one day? Would you just stay in your bedroom and everybody would just no. be in your house? You know what? I didn't even. Th I, I think, think if you I were was sick, sick, if you were sick, we would have not worked. You were sick. You would have just not sick. worked. No, we would have just not worked at my house, like Sandy. Right. Would, you know, I liked the whole. I loved that first year of oh, I'll stop at the diner and work there for a while, and I'll go to yeah. Terry's and I'll leave at Terry's early, and then I'll go work here. I love being a nomad, and Terry is the opposite, which we didn't know until that time, by the way, right. which is she needs absolute a place to go and structure, yeah. and she needs it. And I was loving the whole loosey-goosey thing. Right. We didn't know, to your question, though, we didn't really know what we were going to be right. when we split off. I mean, we knew— we didn't. It wasn't like we're like we're going to build an agency, no. right? At all, we were like we got to get out of here, right? And um, how'd you do that? You know, and 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 I'm sure it's like because I've had that fantasy mm -hmm. uh, of like not here, obviously, because <laughs> this is the best job ever. Yeah, but uh, at other places where I'm like I could go and just do my own thing, and yeah. like how long did it take? Where you know. To get you to. You know, I think sometimes things happen. I, well, I, I believe everything always happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. But it just got to the point where it was so stupid and we were so unhappy. And it mm. was like we would rather have been at our clients all day than right. been in the agency. And right. so I think that it became apparent that we needed to do it. Yeah. Um, you, you were just done. Yeah. We okay. were done. And you know what's interesting, though? Because I think you often think, well, you can't 
get anywhere if you don't have a goal of where you're going. You know, dream it. What is it? What you dream. What, what you dream about, you bring about. Which yeah. yeah. I really what do, you do. What you dream about, you, you bring, bring about. about. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Isn't that great? That's yeah. a great. But it's not rhyme. the case for our business because we no. didn't have a plan. No. <laughs> we, we really did not have a plan. We really, I mean, we knew we had to get out. And we knew we would, had clients we would call. Yeah. And we we had we stayed freelancing on the Gerber account for our first year in business because mm-hmm. the client requested us. Yeah. So we had that. That's cool. Yeah. That was amazing. That was great. That's a really good that thing. That was a great thing that we had that. That was a great thing. But, I mean, I'm telling you, we really— But you really, didn't know you were going to have that when you jumped. No, we did. Oh, you did? We okay. pretty we much knew we would, we have, knew that. We would have that. Right. Yeah. Okay. But so we there was a little bit of a cushion. Yeah. A net. But, yeah. But we just— we knew we had to get out, but we did not know. I mean, I look back on it now, yeah. and I, I'm, I feel like we're both such driven, dedicated people that I can't believe we did it without a firm plan. Right. Uh, we didn't. We would say we didn't know that we were going to have an agency. We thought maybe we'd be consultants or create stuff with clients. We yeah. didn't know. And then we just started growing and growing. And, and then it became clear that we had an agency. Well, the one thing I think we were really lucky about is that we always had really strong client relationships. We... We own the relationship pretty much. Like, and what what does it take to to have a good? Because I think that's the hardest thing for creatives. Because they think like, no, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do the crazy thing and then just like sell it to them. And if they don't get it, then screw them, man. Like, yeah. how do how do you get past that and get to the? You know what I think? I think you have to look at yourself. Yes, you're a creative person, but you're a business person. Mm. And you know, it's interesting because most creative people can see the relationship to the account people. Yeah, and we yeah. never did. Right. We never did. We had account partners like Tony Scopolito, our managing director. He was right. our account partner for like 17 years on craft. And right. we loved him. You know, we loved working with him, but we never we never conceded the relationship. Yes. It wasn't like, well, you go take the client out. Like, right. We took the clients yeah. out. You know, and, it's still the hardest thing for me. Yeah. And, it's, just, and, and I, by I, the way, like it's really it's an hard because it's on top of everything else. Everything else yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, oh, I mean, it, it's very. But but the thing is, it, it it's it's a lot of work. But it it's a lot of work to keep relationships going. You know, right. we always take the extra effort. Where if a client, um, you know, loses their job or whatever, we offer a place to come to, you know, because that's a really hard time for people. And we just have always really worked at having relationships. And in the end, yeah. it made all the difference in the world. And I'm so glad that, right. and it's one of the biggest pieces of advice that I give to creative people or anybody actually, yeah. which is form your own client relationships. They're your, that's, that's, your, that's your future. It's everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. How do you do it? What are your, do you have some, uh, do you have some things that you do that are like, do you call every two weeks? Mm-hmm. What do you, what is what's the. I don't know if it's that prescriptive. Yeah. I think, um, we're very business focused, so mm-hmm. we always talk about the business. Mm. So I think that's different than just going in and, and presenting creative work. Like yeah. we understand the business, and right. so it's something you know, like like clients look to us, mm. like and really want to know what we think. But yeah. I think we have we've taken clients to dinner like many times through sure. the years or lunches because yeah. you really can talk. Yeah. Like, in, and you you can't believe like the amount you learn. It's so funny because since we started our business, we have a lot of young people and, yeah. you know, they, they email the client and we're yes. like, pick up the phone. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh no, I don't want to bother them. Mm. But it's when you pick up the phone, you learn so much more yes. than when you email. Right. But that is and the new generation. They're, they're like, I could not call him. 
I mean, I can't do. I yeah, have to set up mess. an appointment to call. They're them. a mess. I think we can. We can. They're not around, so we can talk about it. They're a mess. Yeah. We got to fix it. Yeah. Um, but it's something to learn because it's it's like it's the it's the tactile. It's the FaceTime. Yeah. It's the voice. And it's time. the it's the not it's not a transactional relationship. Right. You're not calling yeah. just to get them to buy the work right. or calling just to find out what they're they don't mm-hmm. like about the work or whatever. You're calling to be like. What's going on with you? How's yeah. your kid? Or yeah. what? That was my biggest thing at BBDO. Was like the uh, the people, the account people at BBDO were mostly the the client liaisons. Mm-hmm. They would go to the uh, birthday parties of the client's children. You know, it's like that's how close they were. And yeah. you can't do that just by like, do you like this ad? Okay, right. great. See ya. Yeah. It's got to be like, so what are your hopes and dreams? What do you want to do? Where do you want to be? You know, you tell secrets to each other. Like, mm. oh, I don't really like this job or I don't mm. like, you know, and and, right. and, and it that sort of, true. it allows, uh, there's a trust that, that builds there, mm. that way that then you can be like, listen, I love this ad. Can you just, <laughs> Approve it, right? Or, or like that's you, that's like the smallest the thing. Yeah, let me just try this. Yeah. And and it's hard because we're so attached to our work and our ideas. We love them, right? Right. And I think one of the one of the things I think that where you really do form the closest relationship is if you do tell the truth, you know. Where, mm-hmm. So you have to be prepared for them to say they don't like it, which is really hard. Right. It's hard to not be defensive, right? Because we love our work. Right. But, but you know, you have to be. You have to be willing to listen that to hear why they don't like it or why it isn't right, and you have to deal with it and move yeah. on. Yeah. It's just painful. Yeah. But it's more painful to not and then have them just pick it apart. You know, yeah. I'd rather do something new that we love than right. like, okay, you don't like this, 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 and this, and then you don't recognize it anymore. Well, we don't usually do that. Like, we'll kill it ourselves if, yeah. they, if they're really picking it up. And apart. just knowing that – I think real pros know that they can hit that shot every time. Mm. And, you know, if – you know, it doesn't go in this time. They'll just shoot again. And mm-hmm. it's like ideas are easy. They're just – they're everywhere. Uh, it's the execution of it that I think is the real like – That's so mature. Once you get it, Don't you think it, you that's know? so mature though? I mean it's when – get, You've got to get to it. Oh, when we young. lose our ideas, we're, we're ideas are, Ideas are everywhere and they're super easy. How many people have a great idea for a movie? Mm-hmm. Like – and you hear it and you're just like that would be awesome. Yeah. But – do they do it? No, they don't do it because they're – I don't know how and they don't have people and, the, you know. Yeah. And maybe by the end – the time they finish it, somebody else has done it or the – you right. know. But that's true. Yeah. It's so true. Just ideas are, are a dime a dozen. It's you know what the, I think though? I think that's one of the ways that you form a relationship is when you can be honest on both sides and when you're willing to listen. Yeah. You know, as opposed to just sell, sell, sell. You know, right. like to really step back and go, all right, why don't you like it? Yeah. You know, here's why yeah. we love it, but we want to know why you don't like it. Right. Because sometimes you learn something or you see it in a different way and right. you understand – at least you can understand why they yeah. don't like it. And then it helps you helps you go back again. But I think that um, that's what helps you be sort of more mature too mm-hmm. is to under, try to understand like why as opposed to being the typical creative that yeah. is in all of us. Like Just wants to get out of that screw room. Screw you. What and, do you mean? And, uh, yeah, go, and, go have a drink. Yeah. And then like – complain about yes. the thing. Yeah. But being cur- I think being curious about people uh, and being curious about other people's points of view and 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 mm-hmm. especially your clients' points of view uh, and their lives is, is important, you know, and you just have to remember that that's part of your creative life, right? Right. Uh, how do you uh, – now you're getting bigger. 
you know, you're uh, what, what's it like now? What's 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 this part it's of the crazy. story? Gonna it's be? really wild. Sometimes we'll look out and we'll just look because we have like 50 people. Wow. I know. Um, you like, couldn't fit in your house happen? now. Yes. Yeah. We, well, we, well, I, Sandy, I would Sandy, try. Sandy would yeah. I would like it there still. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty amazing. I mean, I have to say, we always say that we wish we um, celebrated more. You know that we mm. re- that we don't stop enough to appreciate the great things, and I think that's yeah. really, really true. It's because, hard. It's yeah, so hard, right? Because you're so busy and you're so running, and it's hard to take a moment. Um, but we're really proud of it. And yeah. we're happy. You know, we're happy. It's really stressful. Yeah. It's exhausting. Uh, it's, you know, you we were talking before about the issues of when to pitch, when not to pitch, the decisions yeah. you make. Really difficult, but we would take it any day to run our own thing. Yeah. And I you're think, you're having fun. Yeah. You know, and I think the other thing we're proud of is the culture. Mm-hmm. You know, the interesting thing is. People like working with us. I mean, people are happy. People like each other. Like, it's so funny. People were complaining the other day because we actually bought a table so people could eat lunch in the kitchen. (laughs) And they're like, it's not big enough. Now we have to go and like, we have to go like one round. Yeah, and shifts. Exactly. And we're just laughing. It's like, but it's just to to look out there and see everybody laughing and just having a really good time. Um, That's a really good feeling, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then, like, people will get married and they'll yeah. have kids. Well, not, yeah, we, well, yeah, not with each other yet. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. we have babies. This is the first year we had, what, three or four babies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I know. It is cool. Um, so some of the work, that, some of your favorite work that you've done together mm. that people could could look up. And, you know, we did. So we, we worked on Oreo for 12 years at FCB. Wow. Yeah. And... Um, it was great. Uh, we created Milk's Favorite Cookie and that Milk's work. Milk's Favorite Cookie. Yeah, yeah, that body of work really helped us start our own company, by the way. Oh, wow. Yes, it really, really did. Um, it got We showed a lot of that work for the first couple of years. Yeah. And it got us a lot of meetings and did really well by us. And we love loved that work. Yeah. And then. Um, There's a, a Super Bowl spot for planters that we yeah. really love, too. That was the woman with the unibrow. Oh okay. Yeah, that was yeah. that was like she. It she, was controversial. She dabbed perfume, peanut perfume, peanut, peanut perfume. perfume. Yeah, and that's why and then all she these, was great. Yeah, and she was fine. Well, no, it, it was uh, <laughs> the, the story with her was that all these she was this unattractive woman who men followed her and walked into trucks and. Oh, I remember. That. Yeah, 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 that we that was something we loved doing it. She was Frida esque. Yes. yes. She had the— She was uh, reading yes. the unibrow. Yeah. 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 But it was really controversial at the time. I mean, yeah. it got a lot of press, but it was like a lot of people were like, I don't know, How is it sexist? You. And it's like, was well, sexist? Like, we didn't think it was sexist. And, right. Uh, yeah. It was written by women, so Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, we didn't write it. We, we were just creative it. directors. Yeah. Right. Um, but um, actually, guys, guys kind of wrote it. Um, and then— um, <laughs> We championed it. Yeah, we, we loved that. Loved Loved it. And then we worked on Clairol at J. Walter T. Thompson and, and um, Kodak before that. Okay. And uh, in our own company, our favorite work. We love the work we're doing for Disney Princess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's We went the other night. Um, the, there was an exhibit, the Dream Big Princess exhibit, photo uh-huh. exhibit um, at the UN, which was uh, Disney did a, a photo campaign based on our campaign. And uh, that was a great moment to see it come to life in that kind of a Is it still there? Can people see it now? 
you know, go to the UN. Yes, we don't we know think how you so, get but in. Not, but yeah, we're don't trying try to, to get that in out. without credentials. Yes, people. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to get you uh, killed. Right. Yeah. What's your favorite work that we've done together? I loved Avon. Mm. I have to say, I loved Avon. What was the Avon? The campaign? Avon was uh, this is Boss Life, and it was repositioning the brand. Um, it was actually wow. the work that we pitched and won with. Yeah. And, very feminist. Uh, yeah. This is boss yeah. life. Yes. And yeah. And it was, and it, what was so great about it was, I mean, that is like a, to do something that galvanized not only like the reps and, yeah. you know, the, and the potential reps, but the people that worked in corporate, everybody right. felt so proud. Yeah. And that was, that was That's a really, so important to like focus on um, yeah. the, the, what the work's going to do internally. Mm, and it's really interesting. It, how it uh, how it helps. Mm-hmm. Now it helps people feel good. Yeah, yeah, it helps people feel good about them themselves and their mission. You yeah. know. Um, and what do you think the future is for for advertising, and what what's going to be next? What are you What are you guys sort of? I know it's hard to imagine. But yeah, like, you know, I don't know because. You know, I'm not. Is it really... always going to be the same? Because I watch I watch Mad Men, and I and I'm oh. like, eh, it's the same. It's the same job. It's just they took three weeks and they could go have a bender in the middle. <laughs> it's basically the same thing, though. You're coming up with the big idea, and then, eh. it's it's so you know it's so difficult because you always hear extremes. TV is dead. Yeah, no. You know, this video is, is video is not. Yeah. yeah, it's video now. Yeah. it's not TV. Yeah, right. storytelling will remain right forever yeah. in any form. Um, I think, you know, things swing back and forth between I want an integrated idea, I want one agency, I want to look and feel, to I need pure plays, I want a digital agency and a social agency and a general agency and a media agency. And I I thought in the last year we were swinging back sort of against the pure play and back to, you know, sort of an integrated agency keeping an eye on everything. But, you know, it's it's challenging. I I think the... You know, when you talk about what's coming, I think our business from the Mad Men, what we do in terms of ideas does remain the same. But then you've got procurement yeah. and the way advertising, you know, agencies are being squeezed and the whole mm-hmm. pitch process and all that kind of stuff, yeah, which is really out of control. Yeah. And um, we're, we're asked a lot to pitch things and we're trying not to pitch things. It's amazing. really hard. It's really hard to to not. We, we try to. Either we get we try to get paid for the pitch, or uh-huh. we'll, you know something to just not be like you know Giving put it put away. some mm-hmm. yeah we, we don't want to just give it away. Will they let you? Will they let you? Will they give if they give you money? Do they feel they have to give everybody money? Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But oh, uh, so you know. Maybe I'm giving away the secrets of the kingdom. I don't know, but I'll give you our Somewhere. secrets if you give me my, okay. if you give me yours. Okay. We, I mean, we have to Perfect. help each other. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, we yeah. see each other's – I think everybody sees every agency sort of as a competitor and, and, and in ways we are. But maybe if we hung together a little bit yeah. more to, to, to go up against sort of the things of the industry that are becoming so oppressive and yes. so demeaning. Yeah. You know, if we united, maybe there would be some chance of fighting this. Yeah. And just not be jerks to each other, you know. Yeah. It's like it's a no, it's a no. small it's a small industry. We we're all in this together. We all know each other, um, and you know, let's stop the uh, the assholes. Well, you've never been a jerk to me. Well, good. <laughs> yeah. Or me. You know, it's the year of the asshole, though. So we're uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna try to fix that. Oh my gosh! I'm going right. to Alabama next week, or or in three weeks, I guess it is, to try to win 
the Senate seat for the uh, for the Democrat. I'm oh. gonna, oh. I'm going to go and and that's drive people to the polls and. Oh my God! We can't have a amazing. pedophile as the. Uh, oh maybe my. I want to take this out, but we can't have a pedophile as the senator of from Alabama. Oh my God! I mean, oh God. come on. God. Anyway, yeah, fight I, against it, the assholes. You know, it's interesting though. I think that that's the one saving grace still is being able to do pro bono work. Yes, like we did a campaign for um, called Strands for Trans for the transgender community. Yeah. That I think is one of the things we're the most proud of. I oh, mean, that's it was great. strands for trans. Strands what, for trans. What is that? What is strand? What are the strands? It's hair. Hair. Okay. Hair. We did it with Barba. Um, JP Gomez, who's one of our creative directors, his partner owns Barba. Oh, okay. Which is what is Barba? Barba is a men's grooming salon. Okay. And so he's he's like one of the best clients we have yeah, because yeah. he lets us do whatever we <laughs> That's want. That's so cool. I it's love really that. good. Uh, he's amazing. He's just, I can't say enough good. Barba. Barba. All right. I know. Check out Strands. No, for Mark trans. Jacobs got in on it, and it was it was we had it was basically a campaign to get salons to to be trans friendly places so yeah. that trans people had a place to go. And within two weeks, we had salons in every fifty states. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great. And Mark Jacobs, even Alabama. As I said, even Alabama, <laughs> even Al- even Alaska, Puerto Rico, everywhere. Yeah. It was great. That's it was awesome. really great. That's yeah. awesome. So I, I herald you going to Alabama because yeah. like that's I think that's how we we can when we can give back. It's like incredibly meaningful. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that is the best part is that you can uh, use your powers for good. Yeah, you know, that's great. By knowing culture and and technology and and social you know listening and all that stuff, you can. You can change things mm. a little bit, or you can try to. That's anyway. a great feeling. Uh, it is a great. It is feeling. a great feeling. Well, you know what, too, in this business where we have no control over so many things, it's yeah. nice to have control over something. Yeah. You know, and when you so and nice. when you give back, you you do what you want because you're giving. Yeah. So how do uh, how do people reach you if they want to uh, get a job, or or where should they go to, or or if there's a client out there that would love to to hire you, yeah, wh- where send, should they go? Send a, send an email to Sandy at TerrySandy.com. Sandy at Terry Sandy, and that's T E R R I S A N D Y. Good com. job, Tom. Thank good you. job. I can spell. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, so you'll put in a good word for me with the with the ladies when the when the shit hits the fan. Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Good. Oh, always. Woo! Will. I'm just. Yeah. It's all I'm doing. Walking around, getting that. Always. getting that going because yeah. it's going to happen soon. Yeah. We're all, we're well, all going we'll see. Down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for having us on the us. show. Uh, anything you. else that I didn't ask about? Mm, I don't think so. Thank right. you so much. Thanks. Yeah. Fun. Thank you for having us. Thanks for listening, everybody. So that was my interview with Terry and Sandy, and they're still here. And hi, guys. Hi, Tom. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun, right, everybody? Yeah, really it was great. Fun. Thank it you was for so us. cool. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I love having people in the studio because it's so like nice. it's so much better uh, than on the phone. It's nice. Uh, but yeah, it's weird to be doing the intros and the outros with you guys sitting here, which is, which is funny. <laughs> uh, this has been the A List, brought to you by Ad House Advertising School. I'm Tom Chrisman. Thanks for listening. Please rate us and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to be interviewed for an upcoming episode, contact us through adhouse.com. The A-List is recorded at Gramercy Post in New York City. Thanks for listening, everybody.